everybody. Thank you for joining me tonight. It's been a crazy day. It's been crazy. At first, I wasn't sure if I wanted to stream because I tend to stream on Sundays. And then I was like, I don't know. But so many people just wanted a place to come and talk and vent and chat. You know, basketball fans, you know, sports parents. They're like, can you just go live? So thank you guys so much for joining me today. Um, This situation, like I'm just... It's hard because I feel like I don't even have the words. Like, I'm just blown away. I feel like I'm in a dream right now. And I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the same way. And what's so crazy is that today I was going to um, a baby shower. So my sister-in-law, she's pregnant. My other sister-in-law, my, the last one had a little girl. But um, my other brother's wife, she's having a little boy. So today was the baby shower. So I was, um, we, me and both the, um, me and my other sister-in-law were on the way to our sister-in-law's <laughs> baby shower when my son texted and was like, Kobe's dead. And I'm like, who is Kobe? Is it, you know, I'm assuming it's somebody he went, you know, he's at his school because he just said Kobe. And I'm like, I know it couldn't be Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant don't be involved in nothing crazy. And then when he said it was Kobe Bryant and I went to go Google the story, like I was just like in just shock and disbelief. And then at that point, it's like my phone was blowing up. My social media was blowing up. Friends, family. And you guys know, like, I'm into sports. My whole family's into sports. My brothers, they play basketball. They also coach. My kids play basketball. We've been at tournaments all weekend. You know, so it's just like when you talk about one of the greats, people that you talk to your children about is a Kobe Bryant. You know, so to just... The whole situation is sad. And then for it to come out about his daughter and um, I'm trying to hold it together. I kind of I kind of feel bad because, you know, I remember, I, you know, you guys know I posted pictures of Kobe's family, the babies. And and I'm like, dang, Kobe had another girl. You know, Kobe has four daughters. Like, I know that fourth one, you know, we were all hoping it was going to be a boy. And it's like, oh, my God, he had another girl who's going to pass down his legacy without ever really, you know, stopping to think. Like, Gianna was a beast on the court. You know what I'm saying? And so many times we place the legacy on the sons of the NBA. But that little girl would have been a beast in the WNBA. You know, the way Kobe was coaching her. She was very into, you know, her sports. That's where they were going when they ended up passing in that helicopter. So that just is like, you know, it's one thing to lose Kobe. But then, you know, to find out that his daughter was also on board and she's only 13 years old. And I believe they said one of the um, parents and, and another uh, teammate of hers was on board. There's a total of nine people on board. So the whole situation to me is just it's just really sad. You know, rest in peace to both of them. I mean, especially being she just had her whole life ahead of her. Um, I could only imagine what Vanessa's going through right now. You know, not only to lose your husband, but your baby. And then their youngest child is only like seven months. They just had the little one. You know, and then the oldest daughter, I was hearing rumors that she ended up in the hospital because she has asthma and she wasn't taking it too well. I don't know how true that is, but it's just, it's been a long day, you guys. It's just, it's been a long day. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these comments here. Um, Mackenzie Johnson says he was passing his b-ball jeans down to her. Um, JT Obatu says 
The fog and weather here in South Cali is pretty bad. That could have resulted in the helicopter crash. 24 forever. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gianna. Thank you so much for that. Um, HN says, Kobe's death was predicted from a show from Comedy Central called Legends of Chamberlain Heights. Kobe Bryant, please watch it. It's one minute long. We're going to talk about that in a minute, you guys. Um, I will hit up some of these conspiracies because there's one of them that we need to dead. Okay, that's not the one, but there's another one that we need to dead. We'll talk about that later. Right now, I just want to just just focus on celebrating Kobe's life. I've been literally watching so many interviews. I mean, let me keep it real. Can the NBA, can we take a day off? Can y'all take a break? Can y'all just shut down the games for like a day and keep the cameras out of these black men on the, you know, on the NBA teams that are mourning? It's like... All these NBA players are being filmed in the crowd crying. I mean, it's just sad. Can the NBA just take a break? You guys have made millions of dollars. Can you guys just take a break one day to let everybody digest this? Not only the fans, but his coworkers, his team members, the people that he played with, you know, uh, uh, past in high school and on the NBA. It's just been a lot of just weird footage of how do you feel about Kobe Bryant? They had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They don't, you know, had him come out and do a whole, you know, not a whole live stream, but he did like an Instagram live talking about the situation. And you could tell, like, he's known Kobe since Kobe was like 10 years old. He was very close with Jelly Bean Bryant, who is Kobe's father. You could tell he wasn't ready to talk, but it's like social media is pressuring these people and the news media is pressuring these people to come out and talk. And it's like, just give these guys a break to digest this. I can barely digest it, and I didn't even know him personally. You feel me? So I, I think it's a bit much. Yeah, LeBron and, and Shaq were crying. And from what my oldest son told me, um, he had text Shaquille O'Neal's son uh, earlier that morning. And so by the time I think it was Shakir, I've been forgetting all the name. He got so many sons. But the one that plays that's probably going to make it into the NBA, by the time um, he replied back to Kobe, his plane had already crashed. So he's taking that really hard because Kobe was just texting him to check up on him and see how he was doing. Um, let's see here. KJ says it's amazing how many lives he touched and a lot um, and a lot of people who've never met him. Rest in peace, Gigi. Kobe, condolences to the family. Amen. Yeah, I seen Doc Rivers crying. That was so sad. I did see that. Stephen A. Smith broke down crying. I mean, people are taking this really, really hard. Um, the video of, of um, LeBron James in the airport crying as well. Let me go ahead and just play you guys the news clip. This is the most recent news clip. Let me just bring everybody up to date. So go ahead and check this out. Following the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's death in a helicopter crash on Sunday, TMZ reports Kobe's daughter Gianna was also on board the private chopper, which went down around the LA neighborhood of Calabasas. She was just 13 years old. The NBA legend and his daughter were on their way to the Mamba Academy for a basketball practice when the crash occurred. The academy is located in the neighboring town, Thousand Oaks. Gianna, a rising basketball star herself, was often spotted sitting courtside at the Lakers games with her famous dad, most recently in December. In January, Kobe shared this video of Gianna on the court, writing, Gigi getting better every day. When E.T. caught up with Kobe in 2018, he opened up about coaching his daughter's school basketball team after retiring from the NBA in 2016. Well, it's, it's been fun. I mean, they're, they're doing really well. We've been working together for a year and a half, and they've improved tremendously in that time. 
And uh, I got a group of great parents, a group of really, really intelligent, hardworking girls. And, um, you know, they're all seventh graders. And they're all, you know, 12 years old. And, um, but they've been playing so well. They play eighth and ninth grade. And, you know, they've been winning tournaments. Uh, but the most important thing is that they've been improving. They just keep getting better. And they love doing it. You know, they love being around each other. And Gianna's pretty, pretty easy to coach. I mean, we haven't had any issues of dad-daughter sort of thing. I mean, she's like, she's very competitive. And, um, and she's a hard worker, so it, it hasn't, there haven't been any, any issues with that. And in 2019, Kobe opened up to ESPN about his coaching style. It's just about learning and having fun. And what I've, what I've learned is like the most important thing for kids at that age is to try to pique their curiosity. Kobe and Vanessa shared three other daughters as well, Natalia 17, Bianca 3, and Capri 7 months. Stick with ET as we'll be tracking this developing story. All right, you guys. So you guys just saw that updated clip. Um, can you guys hear me? Because somebody said they couldn't hear me. If you cannot hear me, turn up your volume. Because I think my sound level sounds good. So you guys can hear me properly, I hope. But from what I'm hearing, the family did not even know about the crash until TMZ reported it. And there's been so many rumors. Okay, good. You guys can hear me. Thank you. There's been rumors. People were saying that Rick Fox was one of the people on the plane. Then Rick Fox's daughter came out and said that her father was not on the plane, that her father's okay, but that he's mourning, so he doesn't want to come out and tweet. You know, so it's it's a lot of stuff. Um, thank you to whoever said that um, Shaquille O'Neal's son was leaving UCLA. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. But I did know that Kobe had, you know, coached them, and they were very, very close. Um, so it's just, it's really sad. But there's a lot of things that just, I don't know how to wrap my, my mind around this just for the fact like yesterday we were just celebrating, you know, LeBron James. You guys know I'm a huge LeBron James fan. I, I, I rock with the James family hard. When um, Bronny was here playing, you know, with Sierra Canyon playing against Minnehaha Academy, me and my kids, we had floor seats. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we support, like, we're team basketball in this house. And it was such a good game. And Minnehaha Academy won, okay? We sent them back to Sierra Canyon. But I love the James. I love his wife. I love his family. So when he had beat Kobe's score, it's like, dang, you know, kudos to King James. But it's like now looking at this, this was just yesterday. Just yesterday he was being interviewed by ESPN and he was talking about, you know, just Kobe giving him a pair of shoes when he was younger, how Kobe got, you know, how Kobe met him and he went to that camp. And looking at it, it's almost like a eulogy. It's like one day we're talking about LeBron James passing Kobe, and then in less than 24 hours we're talking about Kobe Bryant's passing. Like, do you guys see how weird that is? Like, I'm just like, it's just, it's crazy to me. It just really is. Let me go ahead. Um, it's just, I'm just shook by the whole thing. Uh, Timothy Till says, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter. Gina, may they find heavenly peace. Amen. It's it's very insane. So I want to go ahead and um, play the clip here. This was everything that was going on yesterday. Like LeBron James was showing Kobe Bryant so much love. He was wearing a pair of his shoes and then he wrote in gold metallic letters. You know what I'm saying? Kobe for life. And then Kobe was shouting him out on Twitter and Instagram. And it's just like within 24. That's why I was just so confused when my son hit me up and was like, Kobe's dead. I'm like, what do you mean he's dead? He just tweeted LeBron not even a few hours ago. Like, what are you talking about? 
You know, it's just the whole thing is just mind boggling just to wrap your mind around it. Let me go ahead and play you guys the NBA clips here um, of everything that was going on less than 24 hours ago. There's James, goes across the lane, lays it up, and lays it in. And there it is. He just became the third leading scorer in NBA history, passing Kobe Bryant. Another milestone for the great LeBron James. So that's what, you know, all of us sports fans were online celebrating and talking about, you know, and all the, you know, ESPN first take, all the comment sections. And then it's like there were so many interviews, so many people tweeting LeBron, sending him messages. He's putting everything in his story. And it's like to go from that, from that celebration, you know, it's nothing but love. You know, the media likes to put Kobe and LeBron against each other, but they had a lot of love for each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like to go from that to, to hearing this news is just insane. I want to go ahead and play you guys a clip of LeBron James basically talking about Kobe Bryant, how much Kobe Bryant meant to him, and looking at it you know today which is the the 26th this was from yesterday on the 25th it damn near it sounds like a eulogy i, I don't know i don't know our lebron james there he is looking good number three all time in the nba's scoring list past kobe bryant tonight needed 18 came up with 29 in a loss to philly from the locker room lebron james live on sports Kobe first. A lot of these guys who've been passing on the list are, you know, historical uh, figures in the game. The fact that you played with with Kobe Team USA against him for so many years and had that personal relationship, does that mean anything different to this whole process? It does. It does in the fact that, um, you know, when I was a, a kid, when I was in high school, um, I was growing up through the ranks when Kobe came into the league. He was... Um, you know, it wasn't a dream of mine to come straight, you know, from high school at that point in time to the NBA. But I was like, wow, a 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid being able to make that leap, that's, that's pretty damn cool. Um, and, and as I started playing more ball and I went into high school, the things that he was doing on the floor, I, you know, admired and wanted to be a part of. Um, I went to ABCD camp. And he came and talked to all the, all, the, all the kids that was there. And I happened to be one of the, one of the kids that was there. And I was just, I was just listening. I was just trying to soak everything up I could, you know, and I remember one thing that he said, he was like, if you want to try to be, you know, great at it or want to be one of the greats, you got to put the work in, you know, there's no substitution to work. And I, and I was a 15 year old kid at that camp. You can actually find the footage of him, uh, him at that camp. Um, and in 2001, I believe um, I was playing in, in New Jersey and the all-star game, if I'm not mistaken, and y'all could correct me, it was in Philly, right? Yeah, that Saturday, uh, me and Maverick drove to the Intercontinental downtown Philadelphia, um, and he gave me a pair of his shoes, which I ended up wearing um, that following night. It was the red, white, and blue Kobe's. I was a 15, and he was a 14, and I wore them anyways. Um, and I sat and just talked to him for a little bit. He gave me the shoes. I rocked them in the game. Um, and it was the same night that we played uh, Oak Hill against Melo. And then I saw what he was able to do the very next night, winning MVP here um, in Philly. Okay, so you guys just saw me play the video of LeBron James talking about Kobe. I saw somebody in the comments section say that when they were watching it, they had to exit out of the video on ESPN because it almost felt like a eulogy. It was just 
just very, very strange. And then I showed you guys a video of LeBron James being spotted at the airport crying. Now, of course, there's all sorts of conspiracies. People are trying to say LeBron James sacrificed him. I don't even want to talk about that. You know, at this point, for me, what's most important is the fact that there's real lives affected, a real family affected, and there's a real mother out there who lost her husband and her daughter and whoever else is on the plane. I don't know who else is on the plane. So their family's also affected as well. So I'd much rather talk about that. So before y'all like, oh, you're, you, you're just a LeBron James, you know, D-writer and people will attack me because I'm leaving LeBron James comments on his Instagram. It's like, dang, can I be a fan? But I'm not going there with the conspiracies about LeBron James sacrificing him. I just think that's so silly. You know what I'm saying? But I do find it very eerie. You know what I mean? Hindsight is twenty twenty that he was talking about him and it was almost like he was, you, you, um, you, I don't know. I can't even think of the word right now. My mind is like so all over the place. But it was almost like a eulogy. That's the word. And it's like, you know, to to find out less than 24 hours that Kobe died. And there was somebody on my Instagram page. They said that they had, well, they have footage from the crash. And I don't know if they lived in the valley, but it was really foggy. And they said like days before this, it was being announced in L.A. that the fog was really, really bad. And they were telling people who, you know, who fly personal helicopters and personal airplanes to not fly because it's really foggy. So he feels like they definitely made some type of aviation mistake. And to people who don't know, Kobe flew in his helicopter all the time. So this wasn't just like, you know, something rare for him. When he played in the NBA, he flew in his helicopter and he used his helicopter to travel around almost like a car, to be honest with you, because he could afford it. So he used it almost like a car because if you live in L.A., especially southern L.A., then you know how, you know, the traffic is insane, especially trying to get to downtown, trying to get to the Staples Center. So for him, he preferred to fly everywhere he went around Cali. And that's what he was doing. You know, he would fly his daughter to practice. It was just easier that way than having to, like, take an Uber and just be stuck in traffic. So I don't know if the fog played a part of it, but the whole situation is just very, very heartbreaking. Um, let me read some of these comments here. Um, what are your thoughts on the helicopter catching fire and spinning out of control? That doesn't make sense to me. Sounds like his personal helicopter, too. You know, I don't know all the details. Some people are saying that it caught fire and then it spun out of control. Other people are saying that it caught fire after, like, it hit the, the ground or it hit the hills or whatever. So I'm not sure. But um, I do know from the screenshots I was given that they were saying that it was going to be very, very foggy. And they have been saying this for the past few days. So I think that may have really played a part in it because it's no different than driving and there's a bunch of heavy fog. You can only see so far in front of you. So I think that, you know, the, the pilot should have made the decision not to fly. But then I can understand the pressure. You know, this is Kobe. They need to be somewhere. So sometimes you'll risk it. The same thing happened with Aaliyah. The pilot told Aaliyah's crew, yo, you guys can't bring all this equipment on here. Too many bags. You know, it's going to make the plane heavy. And what did the people say? We got to go and so must our bags. And everybody died. So I don't know if it was one of those cases where they were like, well, maybe we shouldn't fly. But then he felt pressured to fly anyways. So I don't know. But the whole thing is crazy. Um... Campbell says, 
Death is not demonic. It's a part of life. You're leaving the physical vessel to transcend into your true self. People worry too much about death. Suffering before death is worse than the actual death. I, I, I can agree with that. Thank you so much for that comment. Um, let's see here. I cannot believe you are spamming. Lord, people in there spamming. Anybody in there spamming or doing like weirdo stuff, just block them. We got like almost 7,000 people watching right now. So there's going to be a lot of people that don't normally come here that are here just because of the topic. But um, like I said, the whole situation is just really insane, everything that's going on. And I do feel like, it, yeah, Brie, like she said, I feel like it's very similar to the Aaliyah situation because people in L.A. are saying that the fog has been really bad over the past few days. So if it was one of those situations where he decided not to use his better judgment because he wanted to, you know, appease a celebrity or appease somebody bigger than him, that might have played a, uh, a role in there as well. Okay, so let me talk about the conspiracy with the tweet because I see a lot of people talking about this tweet from 2012. So let me go ahead and bust that conspiracy for you guys because I went to the guy's page who supposedly predicted that Kobe Bryant would die in 2012. And this is how sick the internet is that people are willing to do anything to gain followers. So after much research, because I was like, well, what did he know that we didn't know? You're out here tweeting in 2012, eight years ago, that Kobe Bryant was going to die in a helicopter crash? How interesting. But no, he did not tweet that in 2012. He used an app called Contra. So let me go ahead and pull this up for you guys really quick. So that is the app that they're saying that this young man used. That's the tweet that's going viral all over Twitter. So clearly this young man did not predict anything. And that's the sad part. When a celebrity dies, you have a lot of people who are tension whore and who want to get, you know, followers and who want to, you know, look like they're the cool kids. And they predicted something. But the guy wrote down, the guy tweeted, allegedly, Kobe is going to end up dying in a helicopter crash. And then it looks like it was tweeted um, November 13th of 2012. But if you look at his tweet, it says Carbon V2.5. And that is an app where you can go and you can turn the dates of your tweets to a later date. So that's happened before. So the dude that you guys are asking about, he's full of shit. He didn't predict anything. He's looking for attention. So I hope that explained it to you guys. Yeah, it's very creepy. And it's really sad that people would look would, would use things like this to try and go viral on social media, to try and get followers and stuff like that. He claims to be a big fan of Kobe Bryant. He can't stop posting about him and his daughter. But it's like, if you're a fan, why would you even play like that? You didn't predict anything. I hope that, that yes, Inspector T, you know, I don't play that. I'm about some receipts. So everybody was sending it to me, and I'm like, something don't look right. And then as I was digging further, I seen that there were people calling him out on his BS. So he didn't predict anything. So let's dead that rumor. There's not a random guy on Twitter predicting deaths. At the end of the day, nobody knows the time or the hour. When God calls you home, it's time to go. And it doesn't matter if you're grown or if you're a child. It's sad. It can be very depressing. But we, we have no control of death. Nobody's out here predicting anything. So that dude is not no Negro Domus. It's just sad that people feel the need to clout chase at a time like this. But now with that being said, let's go ahead and get on to another conspiracy. 
that people are also sending me concerning the situation. There is a cartoon, and somebody talked about it, um, the Comedy Central cartoon from 2016, I think it's from 2017, that predicted his death as well. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this clip that's also going viral all over social media. You guys check this out. It's Kobe Bryant. Help me. Just pass me the trophies and we'll pull you out. Pass. These were Shaq's any. Okay. So you guys just saw the Kobe Bryant cartoon and it is very disturbing. So while the tweet was fake, that cartoon is definitely real. It was on Comedy Central. So a lot of people are like, well, what do you think about this? You know, I, I am a slight conspiracy theorist. Part of me feels like it, it's predictive programming. We see this all the time where something will happen and then all of a sudden it was in an old, Simpson, in an old Simpsons episode like five years ago. So I do feel like it might have been some predictive programming. But then I also feel like everybody knows that Kobe Bryant travels in a helicopter. You know, so maybe that's where they got it from or decide to play on that or try to be funny. And then it just ended up manifesting into existence. So those are the two ways I'm looking at it. Because it's not like this was just something random. Like, literally, that's how he tried. He, he, he rode in a helicopter like how we, you know what I'm saying, regular folks ride Uber. That's how, Kobe, that's how Kobe Bryant flew in his helicopter. He preferred to fly. So if that's somebody's MO and they prefer to fly, then it's a little bit easier to make a cartoon around that situation. But the fact that the cartoon showed him crashing and all that, and then that's how he passed, that is very disturbing. So that one, I can't debunk that. I feel like that's some predictive programming. That might have been some stuff that manifested. And it's very strange that every time a celebrity dies, we find things like this. He, he's not the first celebrity. You know, every time a celebrity does something, we'll find these little random clips. So I, I just don't know. I mean, even when... um. Everything was being said about Kevin Spacey. And then they had that clip in Family Guy where Stewie's running out the basement talking about he's trying to get away from Kevin Spacey. And then it came out years later that Kevin Spacey was out here molesting people. And then the people who've been, who have accused Kevin Spacey of rape and molestation, they're, they're dropping like flies. But that's a whole nother damn live stream. At least three of his accusers done dropped dead in the past year. I'm like, well, damn, Kevin Spacey. What are you doing to these people? So I, I don't know. I don't know. That cartoon's really disturbing. Yeah, it's really disturbing. Thank you so much, um, Chi uh, E. I appreciate it. Okay, Travis Timmons says, rest in peace to the greatest man to ever put hands on a basketball. His wife and other daughters are in my prayers. Hashtag Laker legend. Hashtag rest in peace, Kobe. Hashtag rest in peace, um, Gianna. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with Prince. You're right. Prince dying in that elevator. And that was also in his song. So I, it's, it's just, it's a lot of weird stuff. You know, like I said, even looking back on everything that happened yesterday, you know, to go from celebrating to literally crying and mourning is just insane. You know, and I can only imagine how LeBron James feels because, again, they were like literally like bigging each other up <laughs> like all day yesterday on social media, in interviews. So it's just like, what in the world? You know, what in the world is going on? You know, and so many times it's like, 
you know, as, as a sports parent and as people who are into sports, like these are the people that you look up to and, you know, their careers. And he's done so many great things in his career. You know, he's broken a lot of records. He came straight from high school. Like, I almost feel like Kobe Bryant is like the LeBron James of like my generation, right? Even though we grew up looking at Michael Jordan and stuff, we didn't really see, you know, we didn't like watch him go into the NBA. We were babies, you know, I, I didn't know about Michael Jordan until I was like probably eight or nine. But we watched Kobe literally, you know what I'm saying, go from high school, this bomb high school player, to being one of the first high school people drafted into the NBA. You know, and I remember him taking Brandy to prom. Like, we grew up with Kobe. Like, Kobe was like, you know what I mean, like like, like our classmate almost. Even though we were younger than him, he's almost like, you know, he was so we were so able to relate to him as a 90s kid. You know what I'm saying? So to just see everything that he's accomplished since he left high school and went to the NBA and stayed with the same team for, you know, 20 years, did the damn thing. Like, you can't do nothing but just respect that. So, like, our generation, I feel like we respect Kobe the way, like, my kids' generation, they go hard for LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, they they go hard for LeBron James. And that's how I feel like we kind of do with Kobe. So a lot of people are hurt behind this death. A lot of people. Look, all the 90s kids, y'all remember when he took Brandy to prom? I know I'm not the only one who remembers that. Yeah, I mean, he he did it. And and I remember when we were living in L.A., me and my oldest son, um, when he was retiring. We've been to a few Lakers games and stuff like that. But I remember we wanted to go to the retiring um, event at the Lakers. But the tickets were just so much. It was just, like, really expensive. And I knew it was going to be so many people there. So we didn't end up going, you know. And now, like, I kind of regret it. But we watched it on television. And then the next day I talked about it on YouTube, you know. But it's, like, to see where he's come from and just always staying positive. And, yes, he may have had some faults. He may have had some bumps on the road. But who hasn't? But I love how the mainstream media is making sure to bring up that one incident with Kobe. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit, period. He done put in too much work. He done, you know what I'm saying, turned his whole self around, been a positive influence, has done a lot of stuff, you know, to help promote women's sports, the WNBA, women's soccer. He's done a lot of stuff because he has daughters, you know. So he, I think he's more than made up for some of his past mistakes, I found the helicopter crash on Instagram. A lot of those crashes on Instagram and on Facebook are fake. Somebody sent me one and I damn near lost it thinking that was the crash. And then come to find out it was not real. It's the one with the huge fireball and you hear people screaming and crying and the helicopter is like tumbling off the side of the mountain. That was not Kobe Bryant's helicopter. So be careful with some of the videos that you guys are watching that don't have anything to do with Kobe Bryant. His helicopter was like in a field. But the one with like that huge explosion, that was not. Again, people looking for clicks, people looking for followers. It's sad. It's sad the things that people do to get their fix, to get their attention. You remember the Sprite commercials? I do. I remember them as well. Yeah, you know, the media is always going to try and find a way to throw shade. And I see a lot of you guys are asking me about Allison Morris. So if you guys do not know, because I posted this earlier on my Instagram page, you know, when I was sent it, I was just like, you know what? Not today, devil. Not today. So MSNBC's reporter, she's supposed to be saying Kobe Bryant of the Lakers, but she slips up and says, you know, Kobe Bryant of the niggers or some, you know, some mess. The N-word basically comes out her mouth and she tries to catch herself, but it's too late. 
I'm going to go ahead and play you guys that clip. Y'all go ahead and check this out real quick. The kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to... Okay, so you guys just saw that. So, of course, people started dragging her ass. People were really upset by the words that came out of her mouth. She claimed it was an accident, but whatever. So this is the tweet that she pulled up. Let me let me uh, show you guys here. So her tweet says, Earlier today, while reporting on tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately stuttered on air, combining the name of the Knicks and the Lakers to say Nakers. Please know I did not and would never use a racist term. I apologize for the confusion this caused. Really, bitch. The Knickers and the Lakers, I'm not buying it. Knickers, niggers, nah, I'm not buying it. I mean, like, why would you be thinking of the Knicks? Like, that doesn't make any sense. He didn't play for the Knicks. I can see she slipped up and said the Sixers. Even the Sixers would have sounded more like nigger than Nick. So she's full of shit. She's full of shit. I'm not buying it. I think it was a Floridian slip, you know, but I, I'm not buying that she meant that she crossed the Knicks and the Lakers. Try again, sweetie. So I don't know if she's going to lose her job. I'm not sure. But it's like, why do these weirdo slips happen when it happens to be one of our greats? Because I, I don't hear slips like this. When it happens to, you know, celebrities of other races, when they pass, I see nothing but respect. You know, I don't see them dragging up old cases from damn near 20 years ago. I don't see them having to unfortunately bring that up. They just let them pass and show them great respect. Let's do the same with Kobe. He's put in too much work. He's made too many people billionaires. Okay, let's keep that real. He's made a lot of people rich. From the, the owners of the team, to the people who make the jerseys, to the Staples Center, to Sports Center, to giving people like Stephen A. Smith a, a job to do commentary on sports. So a lot of people done ate off of Kobe Bryant, including the media. So put some respect on his name, bitch. That's what you do, Allison. Ugh. Let me calm down, because that just that just irked me. That just, like, irked me. Whatever it's called, y'all know what the hell I mean. Floridian, Floridian, however the word is spelled or pronounced, you know what the hell I damn mean. Like, I'm just, I just get tired of that. Every time it's, like, you know, a, a, a person of color who's passed, it's always some, some mess with the media. Like, just be professional. And if you can't handle it, let somebody else do the job. That was way too close to the N-word for my liking. Let's see. Chrisita says, I definitely remember when he took Brandy to prom. Um, this is so sad. Kobe has been such a plot, uh, such a positive influence on the sports community and just society in general. We are praying for the families. Exactly. Exactly. That man has changed his life around so much and has done so much and has been an outstanding father. Okay. That's why I get so upset when they try to go about trying to tear LeBron James down when he's an outstanding father, him and Kobe are one of the few, okay, in the NBA. I mean, there's more, but there's not, you know what I mean? They have kids by the same women. They're married. And every relationship has their ups and downs. And at one time, him and Vanessa were going to break up. But they managed to reconcile everything and stay together. And they said they were like in a really, really happy spot because now she has her man back full time. 
He's not, you know, having to go work with the NBA and be on tour and all that stuff. You know, she has him full time. So this was this was supposed to be like the prime of his life. Him retiring. He done had two new babies in the past four years. You know, he got the three-year-old, and then he got the new one that's seven months old. So it's like this was supposed to be like the best times of their life. And for her not to be able to share that with her husband and then not to mention her 13-year-old daughter is just, it's heartbreaking. It really is. And we need more role models like that in places like the NBA. Because so many times you hear about like the Wilt Chamberlains and the, you know, um, I forgot the one, uh, Royce's baby's father, him and all his kids. You know, these are black men who are actually in their children's lives, who are making a difference, who are also not, not just only in their children's lives, but also helping other people's kids as well. Also taking other people's children underneath their wings. So he was definitely a role model. T, find the Brandy and Kobe prom footage. That was like, it was just so funny because I remember everybody was like, oh my gosh, she's so lucky. Kobe's taking her to prom and Brandy's just sitting there. She has this huge Kool-Aid smile. And I mean, like people were like rooting for them. And then it was like, all of a sudden we found out she was dating Wanye. We're like, what? But I think she went with Kobe because Wanye was just too old to take her to prom. But it was still like a cute matchup. Like all the 90s kids remember that when Kobe took Brandy to prom. For the other people, I'm not sure. They haven't really, uh, they haven't said. The only thing I've heard about one of the people, well, two of the people, is that one was a parent and one was another teammate of Gianna's. But I don't know their names. They haven't been listed. And I know one is the pilot, of course. But it went from initially being six people on board to now they're saying nine people. So I'm not sure at all. I was a baseball coach to his wife and daughter. Wanya cheated on her with Adina Howard. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was his prom. But Brandy, they were prom dates. But it was Kobe's prom. Thank you, man. I heard that, too. Some people are making fun on Twitter. Well, you're always going to have sick people who make fun of things like this on social media. And, you know, and the sad part is you have, like, the, like... There's, like, this rivalry, of course, between, like, the LeBron James fans and the Kobe fans. You know, I guess just, like, you know, the Kobe, Kobe fans against the Michael Jordan fans, I guess the same thing. But, like, again, the fans are beefing more than the two people involved. Like, LeBron James and Kobe have no beef with each other. And I think the media perpetuates that as well. Because it's like they were trying so hard. Like, literally, when LeBron James ended up scoring, like, this went, like, viral. This was just, you know, national news. He broke the record. And then it was like, oh, uh, Kobe's probably mad because LeBron James, you know, beat his record. And then Kobe came out like, no, brother, like, you know, congratulations. You know, matter of fact, here goes his last tweet to LeBron. Why the media was trying to spin it a different way, which is very, very odd. Let's see here. He says, continue to move the game forward at King James. Much respect, my brother. Hashtag 33644. So that was his last tweet to LeBron. So I'm glad that he at least did it that because I saw the media trying to play that up. Like, is Kobe going to feel some type of way? And no, he's not going to feel some type of way. Records are meant to be broken, period. They're meant to be broken. It doesn't take anything away from what he's done or his legacy. Uh, Magnetic Source says, sad day indeed. That reporter needs to be fired. Love you, T. Make me a mod. <laughs> thank you. Love you, too. And thank you for the super chat. 
Okay, I made you a mod. Kobe Bryant and LeBron James didn't have any issues. Why do the fans have beef, weirdos? Well, that's with anything. I mean, it's like most of the beef that happens, especially on social media, is because of the fandoms. You have the, like, Barty gang, the Barbs. You know what I'm saying? It's because of the fandoms. The fandoms create all the drama and the, you know, the animosity, or they keep it going. You know, there might be some real beef there, but the fans will keep it going. So it, it's no different. The same thing happens in sports. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal is definitely taking it really hard. The media always painted him as a villain. Yeah, they did. And I think that that's why they're still throwing shade. Because I was just watching like a lot of just, you know, just regular, you know, news reports. That's why I wanted to use that ET clip because they kept it about the situation. They kept it about Kobe. They highlighted his daughter's, you know, talents and stuff like that. That's why I used their clip. A lot of the other clips I was watching, they were throwing a lot of shade. They kept trying to bring back that old ass incident from damn near 20 years ago. So I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, they definitely did always try to paint him as a villain or say that he's so arrogant and all this other stuff. But people that I know who have met him have always said good things about Kobe. So I never bought their, the media portrayal of him. It's bad for fans on both sides. Tragedies like this remind me of what's important. Amen, um, Tarina C. And I think that's the most important thing you know, that we can all take from this. And I'm glad that there's just so much conversation because I know a lot of people just want to come and have an open chat to just talk and, you know, just show respect, especially a lot of his fans. I know people in L.A. right now who are straight up hurting. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of people in L.A. and it's just like it's people are going down to the Staples Center. They're setting up candles. So people are really, really hurting right now in L.A., in Philly, too, because that's his, you know, his hometown. So I just hope that people take this moment to reflect you know to realize that life is short we're not guaranteed tomorrow we all could wake up tomorrow walk out our door to go to work to go to school get hit by a bus get into a car accident and not be here life is precious and at the end of the day he lived a really fulfilling life I think his life was definitely cut short you know 43 is not that old but he definitely fulfilled a lot of stuff in his short 43 years that many of us can only dream of fulfilling. So it's like, while we can be sad and mourn, we also need to reflect. We also need to be grateful that we're here to see another day because we have a whole family, you know, we have several families that are out there hurting because they'll never see their loved ones again, especially, you know, not in this physical world anyways. But I think that we should reflect and then realize that, you know, a lot of the petty drama, a lot of the petty BS, work on, you know, work on like, Fixing those and mending those relationships, especially with family members. Because, again, you never know if you're going to be able to talk to this person again, you know, if you're going to see them again. So hopefully this helps people just come to grips that, you know, at the end of the day, we're all mortal. And that's what I have to remind myself, like, you know, like, why Kobe? Like, why, you know, like, why would Kobe die? Like, this is insane. But then I have to remind myself, why not? He's a human being just like me, just like you, just like anybody else. And it was his time. But it's still sad, though. It's that one. It, it still hurts. I keep thinking about the oldest daughter, Natalia. She probably has no idea how to process losing her dad and her sister. She's going to have a hard time leaving her mom going away for college soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 41. I'm sorry. I said 43. 41. I apologize. Thank you, guys. It's going to be very hard for her because I, cause you think about it, 
for so long, it was always her and Gianna. It was always just those two. You know, the new ones, they just popped up in the past, you know, three, four years. Because I think the little baby, she's three, and the, the newest baby, seven months. So it's always been her and, and the middle daughter for so many years. It's just been those two. Like, a lot of people didn't even realize he had two other daughters, you know, but it, it's going to be hard for her. It's going to be very hard for her. Because she was very, very close to her father and very, very close to her sister. It's insane what it's insane what had happened in L.A. L.A.'s morning. I honestly feel worse for the daughter. Um, she's 17 because he had posted on her Instagram. She had just turned 17 not too long ago. Wait, is Vanessa pregnant? I don't know. Is she? I haven't heard. Is, is Vanessa pregnant? I haven't heard that. Okay, so um, Chi-E says, everyone remember, death leaves a heartache that no one can heal. Love leaves, love leaves a memory that no one can steal. I like that. I like that a lot. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. Okay, so no, she's not pregnant. Okay, she's not pregnant. Okay, thank you. Somebody says he was here to do what God wanted him to do. Now his job is done on earth. Rest in peace. Yeah, the two youngest daughters. And he had just posted a video with the little one. And he had like this, like, I don't know, like a flyer in his mouth. And like, he's like, you know, making these funny noises. And she's just cracking up. And then she's trying to emulate him. Like, it's such a cute video. It's such a cute video. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be hard. That's going to be a hard one for her to deal with. And, I mean, you figure him and Vanessa, they've been together for so long. She met Kobe when I believe she was 17. So it's like, I mean, that's some high school sweetheart type shit. I mean, he was older than her, but she's been with him for, like, years. You know, they got married, like, within six months of knowing each other. And people swarping down it wasn't going to last. And, you know, he was making a mistake getting married so young. But they made it last. They made it last. I know we're not supposed to question God, but dang, why the kids have to go too? He was 17 and he was 19. No, he was 21. Yeah, he was 21 when, when they got together. He was already in the um, NBA. A $4 million ring. I remember that ring, honey. It was beautiful. <laughs> Let's see here. A foggy day on a helicopter, why use it? That's, it's going to be a lot of investigations as the days go on. Like, they're going to have to investigate what caused the crash. And I bet you it's probably going to come out that it was human error, that he wasn't supposed to be flying, and that it was way too foggy. I can see that more being the, you know, what happened than this whole LeBron James sacrificed him. I'm tired of that narrative. Yeah, they were definitely daddy's girls. Well, I remember going to the Lakers parade at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, when I was younger, and he was waving at us and told us to stay in school, work hard, and be the best we could be. Wow. Well, Alicia always had that memory, which is really nice, which is really nice. Definitely human error. They're saying it's fog. I think that's more or less what caused it. But like I said, you know, all the other stuff, I can see why people are, you know, coming up with different conspiracies. You know, you have that you know, predictive programming cartoon and then everything that happened yesterday with like LeBron and the way he was talking about him like it was in past tense. It's just weird. It's just really weird. 
Tiana says nine people sounds like a lot of weight for a private helicopter. Yeah, I'm not sure because I've heard some people say that it could hold up to 13 people, but I don't know. I'm not sure how big the private helicopter was, but I think also this is going to cause a lot of celebrities to be very, very nervous, especially with a lot of these private planes and jets. You know, we haven't had like any celebrity plane or air crashes, I should say, because his was a helicopter crash, you know, since really Aaliyah. So I think it's going to make people want to check and double check. And if the pilot is saying, you know, look, the conditions are not conditions that we should fly in. You might just have to hold off because the same thing happened with JFK. Um, Well, not the older one, but the son, JFK Jr. You know, when he went out to go fly and, you know, at that point he had been warned several times to not go out and fly. And he ended up, you know, dying, like crashing and killing him and his um, wife at the time. So... Yeah, you, you got to pay attention to so many things when it comes to flying. Okay, so UW says, T, when I heard the news, I got JFK Jr. vibes. Oh, yeah, yep, the wife's sister was in that plane um, as well. Thank you for reminding me. Let's see here. Um, John Alobelli, his wife, daughter, Alyssa, plus Carrie Moser passed in the crash. Okay, so those are the names of the people who died in the crash with Kobe. Okay, thank you. So those names must be out now. Wow. I'm going to have to look them up and see exactly who they are. But I know they said that one of them um, were the parents of her teammates. So that must have been, I'm assuming John and his wife were the parents of um, Alyssa. That's sad. That's sad. Okay, so somebody else wrote, um, Queen Pitt says, John Altobelli was the baseball coach at California's Orange Coast College, and his wife and daughter were also flying too. Okay, thank you so much for breaking that down. Okay, so he's one of the baseball coaches. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's tragedy all the way around, you know? So, like I said, there's going to be many more families, uh, family members mourning as well. Kobe may be the most famous one on that plane, but several other people lost their lives as well. And we don't want to forget them either. Um, Melanin Queen says, that wasn't a damn stutter. That mess came out too smooth. Old slack jaw ho. Black folks know. Hope Kobe slaps her with his angel wings. Rest in peace, Kobe. Thank you so much for the comment. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that was just some type of slip or, you know, we're crazy. You know, you guys didn't hear me say Nick's. No, we didn't. We did not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. Um, Hadia says this really has me shook. I can only imagine their final thoughts during their last moments. Healing and prayers to all the families affected. Thank you so much. And yeah, I think it has everybody shook. I think it has everybody shooken up and just making people feel like you really want to be grateful for your blessings and, you know, make amends with people. And, you know, the, the thing, too, that it's also made me think of is as rich as Kobe was, as many rings as he won and awards that he was given and, you know, the big house, the money, the cars, the helicopter. When you're gone, you can't take none of it with you. You can't take any of it with you to the grave. So you better enjoy your life while you're here and you can enjoy it in the physical because once it's gone, it's gone. And all that stuff means nothing at the end of the day. 
Yeah, that whole situation is just sad, man. Jenny Rivera's crash was horrible. She was mango. I'm going to have to Google Jenny Rivera. I don't know that name. Let me Google her real quick. See what comes up. Dolores Jenny Rivera was an American singer, songwriter, producer. So when did she, okay, when did she pass? She's worth $25 million. I've never heard of her at all. Looks like she was like a Latino singer, entrepreneur. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of her. Rest in peace to her. That's sad. I've never heard of her. And pilot error. Oh, she died in 2012. Okay. No, I'm not watching the Grammys at all. I just haven't really been into the Grammys. And that's another thing, too, that I find strange, that the Grammys is going on during all this. Not saying that they're supposed to cancel, but it, it, it kind of reminds me of the whole Whitney Houston thing. Like, when she died and she was upstairs in the hotel and the Grammy party was still going on, you know, while her body is being moved, it's just it's strange. So it kind of takes me back, you know, to when Whitney Houston died and, you know, the Grammys were going on. And now Kobe Bryant has died during the Grammy Awards season. So it's very, the whole thing is just very nerve wracking. Very, very nerve wracking. Um, let me see here. I've been on for almost an hour. I don't want to be on here too long, but I just did want to come on here and talk to everybody. Um, let me just make sure I got all my notes. I talked about everything. Yeah, we basically hit on everything. From the conspiracies to, you know, um, the whole Kobe Bryant and LeBron James situation. Um, him beating his score, <laughs> which is just crazy. But like I said, it was like just so much love, like, you know, and for it to less to be for it to be less than 24 hours later. And it's like, what the hell just happened? Like, I think everybody was shocked because, again, just yesterday, that's what was all over the sports world was LeBron James beating and passing Kobe Bryant's score. So then to like hear this, it almost sounded like a joke. Like I said earlier in the stream, we went from LeBron James passing Kobe to literally Kobe Bryant passing. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember hearing about Richie Van Halen. He was a Mexican singer who sang La Bandua. He died in a plane crash in 1959. Yeah, that was way back in the day. But I'm just talking about like, you know, more or less recent times. Pray, I pray that Lamar Odom makes it through. Yeah, that was another one of his teammates. I hope they all do. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, he was such an intricate part of the Lakers franchise. You know, like, it was just really sad. Like, they were, like, literally, like, zooming in on players and, you know, filming them crying. And I'm just like, really? I really thought they were going to, like, cancel some of the games for today. I really did. Because it's like, how do you want, you know, how do you expect these players? And a lot of these players that are, on the court now are young. So they looked up to Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe Bryant was an influence for them and, you know, somebody that they idolized and wanted to be like. And you just expect them to go out there and just, you know, play, put their whole heart and soul into it while they're in the middle of mourning. And this is somebody that most of them personally knew. Like, look how the public, look how all of us out here who haven't even personally met Kobe are taking the news. So I couldn't imagine being somebody who played against him or who played with them on a team, and now you're being told, go out there and dribble. So, 
Yeah, the whole situation is just, it's, it's sad. Um, let's see here. CP says, what's your thoughts on the way the world was notified about the tragedy? You know, like I said, for me, I was shocked because my son texts me and I'm like, you know, who? Like, Kobe, who? Like, I just thought it was a joke. And when he was like, it's on TMZ and I pulled it up, it was like, oh, wow. But now I'm hearing that the family didn't even know. The family, like literally everybody involved in this crash who was affected, they found out the same way we did via TMZ. And I think that there needs to be like some sort of like respect factor for the families. You know, like I just couldn't imagine finding out about my loved one on on television. Like at least notify the family first before you go to TMZ. Like who called TMZ? That's my thing. Like did TMZ just know to go to, to, to a crash site? Maybe they had some paparazzis in Calabasas. I wouldn't be surprised because, again, Calabasas, you know, that whole area is filled with celebrities. So maybe they just, you know, stake out at Starbucks. I don't know. But it was just odd because I'm like, how was TMZ there before even the damn mainstream media? But they were there filming and, you know, sending back confirmations. And it was insane. Like all the information was being fed through TMZ. So I think that, you know, we need to be able to respect the family and let the family know about these tragedies before the mainstream media. Because I could only imagine the daughter. I mean, look how shocked I was getting a text message. I couldn't imagine the daughter just being on her social media, you know, scrolling. And all of a sudden you're just seeing rest in peace, Kobe and, you know, Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. People crying. And it's like, what do you mean rest in peace? My dad is, you know, at practice for my little sister. Like, I just couldn't imagine finding out that way. So, yeah, that was just, I don't know. TMZ be doing the most. Um, Finrocks10 says, it makes it extra sad that Gianna wanted to continue his legacy. He believed in her and the young ladies that he coached. He said he loved being a girl's dad. Yeah. And we talked about that earlier, and that's the part I took that for granted. Because, you know, so many times we were told that, you know, it's the boys that continue the male legacy. You want a little Kobe, you know what I'm saying? You want a little boy. But, you know, Gianna was doing her thing out there. And I could have definitely seen her making it to the WNBA because she definitely could hoop, you know what I mean? And she was really good. He was super proud of her. She was easy, she was easy to coach. And he put a lot into coaching not only her but their girls' team. You know, like I said, he's done a lot for women's sports. And I know from somebody was even telling me that he was in talks of trying to even possibly make a co-ed NBA team where they'd be men and women. I don't know how that would work, but I heard something about that. I heard some rumblings about that. But I know that he was definitely standing behind her to go into the WNBA, and that was one of her goals. She wanted to be the female Kobe Bryant. They were even calling her the Black Mambasita, honey, okay? (laughs) How her daddy's the Black Mamba, they were calling her the Black Mambasita. Like, that's how good she was. That's how good she was. So, yeah, the whole thing is just, it's, it's tragic. It's tragic. Let's see here. Alice Morris needs to be fired. A lot of people are calling for her to be fired. Just like Muhammad Ali's daughter, Layla. I didn't know she found out via TMZ. I didn't know that. Wow. That's crazy. I wait on CNN news because it waits like T does. They're not itching to be first. The person that sold that scoop to TMZ should be charged. Um, I feel sorry for Vanessa. I cannot imagine what she's going through. TMZ should be sued. The, the black mambasita, that is too cute. Yeah, 
That's what everybody called her, the Black Mambasita, after her father. I wanted, I wanted on the World News Source. I don't think she should be fired. I believe it was a mistake. TMZ will get their karma one of these days. I can't wait. There's snakes. A lot of news reporters were irresponsible today. I was looking at that too, going down his IG page. I definitely noticed it was adamant about, he was adamant about women's sports. Yeah, he definitely was. He definitely was being a father of daughters. Um, Gerald Glenwater says, esoterically, it's their law that one must fall in order for another to rise. Yeah, if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it esoterically, I don't disagree there. But like I said, I don't even want to get into the conspiracies today. I just want to mourn somebody that I looked up to and respected his game and everything else. You know, somebody that me and my kids, you know, disrespected and really liked. So it's just like, I want to focus on that. I don't want to focus so much on the conspiracies because I know the conspiracy videos, they're being cranked out as I make this live. I know they're coming and they're going to do all types of breakdowns. And then the fact that he hashtag three, three, three and in June and Jumatria, the three, three means this. I mean, trust me, the videos are coming hun. But today I just wanted to take time to speak about the greatness of Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And to just show him and his family a lot of respect. Ayana says TMZ was mad disrespectful before breaking this story. There was also a sports female reporter who died in a plane crash just a month ago. Her name was Carly McCord. Rest in peace to her. I didn't hear about that. The police said they could not find the crash site due to the fog. This is horrible. So that's my thing. If the police couldn't even find the crash site, how did TMZ find it? That's really odd. That's really odd. Wasn't Aaliyah's pilot on drugs or drank when he crashed her plane? I, that's what they were saying initially that he was doing cocaine. But later on, I think the family wanted to sue or something that it wasn't correct that he, that they did a toxicology report and he didn't have anything in his system. So I think he was like an ex crackhead or ex cocaine addict, not a crackhead, but you know, cocaine user and that he was clean and sober. So he wasn't high during the time of the Leah plane crash. I remember the family was like really pissed off about that because people try to blame him and say, oh, he's probably, you know, snorting cocaine. And that's why the plane crashed. But the plane crashed because they had too much stuff and it weighed the plane down. And because they didn't want to leave their stuff on the island, that's what caused it to crash. Brian paid his condolences through his social media Instagram story. I haven't seen it yet. Exactly. People have no respect. Oh, did he? I don't know. I remember the family was like arguing that. So I, I don't know. Yup. A lot of those crash videos are fake. So you got to be careful. We were talking about that earlier, feeding into those crash videos because somebody sent me one and I was like highly disturbed and it was a real crash. So that's what made it worse. I mean, you could hear people screaming and like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I mean, it was a real crash, but it just wasn't the correct crash. But either way, rest in peace to those people because that was, that was horrible. Like the fireball and all that stuff. It was crazy. Yeah, TMZ don't care. They do. They have sources everywhere. They have sources everywhere. What I noticed about TMZ is that they 
want to always be first to report stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the problem with a lot of like the news cycle. We live in a microwave society where people don't even want to wait for the story. And it's like they just want to run and report everything. They don't want to wait. Um, so whatever information there were, there's literally people now who've made YouTube videos. Literally, like when it came out that Kobe Bryant died, they ran and made YouTube videos. Kobe Bryant died. Okay, well, what else? You're so busy looking for damn clicks and views. Do you have anything else to add to this? Then it's like, as more information came out, then it's like, oh, nine people died. Okay, so that's your second video. Oh, his daughter died. So I'm like, you literally have people making like video upon video upon video every time some updated news comes out. It, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And because of that, that's why TMZ does what they do. It would take years to break MJ's record. T, they are already selling Rest in Peace Kobe merch, and the man hasn't been in the... Wow. Yeah, consumerism. They're not going to waste any time. Oh, trust and believe. The corporate, not just the people on the street selling the T-shirts. I'm not surprised about the merch, but trust and believe the NBA, the corporate, oh, they're going to monetize his death. Because again, what do we always say? Celebrities are worth more dead than alive. Mark my words, they're going to come out with a video, Kobe Bryant's greatest moments, Kobe Bryant's highlights in the NBA, Kobe Bryant's, you know, championship wins all wrapped into one. Oh, they're going to milk the whole Kobe Bryant story. Trust and believe that's coming. They're always going to export stuff. That man has even, we don't even know where his body's at right now. Is, is it even at the morgue? And people are already making shirts and selling merch. It's crazy. It's crazy. A lot of energy vampires out here. Besides news and sports sites, this is the only video I've watched. I know it sounds crazy, but TMZ probably channels demons. Channels demons that will tell them the future. There are some demons that know the future ahead of when something happens. That's interesting. It's crazy LeBron was passing Kobe's record. Now Kobe and his daughter are gone. Prayers up to the Bryant family. Shake my head. Y'all wake up. Holly. Hold on. Y'all wake up. It's Holly. It's not called Hollywood for nothing. Is there a body? I don't even know. Because again, it was a big, from what I'm hearing, like it was a lot of fire. So I don't know if it was an explosion. I'm not sure. And I'm assuming some of the bodies may be really bad off because initially they didn't even realize it was nine people on board. So that kind of tells you right there the fact that they had to go to the airplane logs and be like, oh, my God, there was nine people, but we've only seen six because initially it was reported there was six people. So it's like, well, dang, what happened to the other three bodies? Are they that beyond recognition? So who, who knows? Who knows? People are doing too much. He legit died this morning. They're already selling merch. Hollywood is at it again. Aaliyah's bodyguard also, hold on, Aaliyah's bodyguard died also. I remember the bodyguard's son speaking on it. Trey Young, in honor of Kobe, scored a 45-point triple-double on 24 shots. 81%. That's what's up. I seen Trey Young crying and hugging his mom. That was so sad. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was so sad. That's why I said they need to, like, give... Everybody like a break, like all the sports dudes, like let just let them have a break real quick. That was sad. But kudos to him.
Holly is a type of magical wood. Yeah, you talking esoterically. Energy vampires is extremely right and opportunist. Yeah, you have them everywhere. So, like I said, the whole situation is sad. I don't want to make this stream too long. Um, this, yeah, I'm just like, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I'm just glad you guys were able to just kind of talk to each other. I mean, we had like close to, no, we had like 7,000 people in here at one point, And we still have about 6,000 people right now. So I'll leave the chat open a little bit longer if y'all want to sit and talk for like another 10, 15 minutes. But I'm going to get ready to log off of here and like get ready for bed and just try and clear my mind, honey, and and pray and, you know, check up on my peoples that I haven't talked to in a while, make sure everybody's good. You know, because again, you just never know. You never know when it's going to be your time or your family member's time. Like, life is so short. We were talking on um, Instagram, what was that, like two weeks ago when Charmaine's mom died? You know, she got the news on live television. Like, that was just, that was so heartbreaking. Her mom went into the hospital, you know, because she was having like just some, you know, regular medical issues. And she ended up like having a heart attack and passing. And they caught that on Black Ink Crew Chicago. So it's like life is short, you know, and her mom was just with her, like not even a week or so before that. Her mom was in town with Charmaine and it's like, you know, thank goodness she got, she got to spend that week with her mother, you know, before she passed. But it's like, you just never know. You just never, never know. It's really sad. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I needed to talk. I was just like, I didn't want to just. I had a lot on my mind and I just wanted to talk to people and, you know, talk in real time. And I know a lot of people want to also talk and, you know, so it kind of, it worked out. I was able to just kind of boost out a bit and just kind of relieve just some of that, that stress and all the stuff that's been going on. Cause my mind has just been racing ever since it happened. And then, like I said, being an influencer or YouTuber or whatever, people send you so much stuff. So I'm not even able to just grasp just the regular news, then I have to go through and decipher everything people are sending me. Like, is this real? Like they tweet about the dude who supposedly predicted his death. I, you know, I had to research, like, is this real? Is there something behind that? And I ended up finding out that it was bullshit. So, you know, it's just like, my mind is like racing so much behind all of this. It's just, it's tragic. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad that I wasn't, I wasn't ready to hear about Kobe, but I definitely was not ready to hear about his daughter. Because they were just so close. Like, you always see them together. And even when he still goes to games, she's, like, right there alongside him. You tell she's, like, the tomboy of the sisters. Like, she wanted to be just like her dad. You know, that was his twin right there. So he didn't have his little boy. But he definitely had his little tomboy who was definitely following, you know, in her father's footsteps. So it's just, it's sad that her that her story and her chapter has ended like that. that that's a tough pill to swallow. That's a tough pill to swallow. So on that note, um, don't do that, Genesis. Don't say that she was his favorite. He loved all those girls the same. Don't do that. They had a lot in common. He worked with her a lot. She was into what he was into. But let's not pick the favorite child. Not at a time like this. Just saying. So, yeah. Yeah, he lost his legacy, too. Oh, Joe says they can't stop crying. Yeah. Decipher, thanks for this tea. Very comforting. No, thank you. 
Thank you. And it, it meant a lot that so many people reached out to me because they're like, you know, we know like you're one of like the few girls on YouTube who actually talks about sports and you talk about, you know, the NCAA, you demand that they pay, you know, college students. Like I break a lot of sports stuff down, especially for the women who just really don't get it. So that made me feel like it made me feel happy that some people were reaching out to me. Like, you know, I know you're into sports and, you know, you go to these games and all this stuff. Did you hear about Kobe? Or, you know, you're in my prayer. I know you guys are taking this real hard. And we are, you know. I have sons. So it's like that's that that they're just in shock, too. So, you know, just talking about it, you know, with the kids and trying to get their opinion on the matter and see how they feel, you know. And when you're a sports mom... <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because one of my really good friends, I'm assuming she's in the chat because she told me she was going to watch because she is going through it. That's who I had posted a picture with her when we went to the, um, I went with my kids and she went with her boys. But we were at the Sierra Canyon versus Minnehaha game. And it's just like, you know, as a sports parent, like you look up to these guys, you know, it's like, dang, now I see what Kobe Bryant's mom went through or, you know, LeBron James's mom. You know, like you're ripping and running. You're taking these kids everywhere. Like this morning, you know, he came in my room at 7 o'clock. Oh, we got to get to the game. You know, I got to be there by 8. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like. We do so much, you know, just to keep them out the streets and in sports and, you know, keep them active and AAU and practice. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then, you know, you do all that. And then to see somebody's legacy end like this, somebody that you're like, I don't know, it's just hard. It's a lot. But shout out to all the, the sports parents out there who are raising little Kobe's and LeBron's and stuff like that. Even if they never make it into like the NBA or, you know, even college level. Just the fact that you're just, you know, I just I like team sports because it gives them, you know, like purpose and it teaches them how to get along with other people and how to be team players and, you know, teaches them to think and be quick on their feet. And so I'm, I'm like I'm team sports mom. Period. So. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. And my homegirl, she's such a sports mom, honey. She named her son LeBron. <laughs> so shout out to little LeBron. She texted me, she was like, he's taking it so hard. Like, and he can hoop. Little LeBron, shout out to you. He can hoop. But yeah, so that's how much she's into sports. She named her baby LeBron, honey. You know, so we don't play about basketball around these parts. But yeah, so... It's just, it's crazy. Kim, your boys play football? Yeah. Yep. You got to get them into something. Football, basketball, hockey, soccer, all that stuff. It's its good for kids, you know? And even, you know, girls too. Girls too. Get them into sports. It teaches, like, just character and discipline and, you know, all that stuff, you know? And it's like, and it's hard because sometimes you hear the coach yelling at them or going off on them. And as a parent, you got to, you know, kind of fall back and let the coach do what it is they do, you know. So it was, it was, and even at the tournament that I had yesterday, I met a tea sipper. And, you know, I'm just in the audience. I'm just mom. I don't come in as lovely tea, none of that mess. I'm just mom. And she's walking by and she stopped. She said, oh, my God, you're the girl from YouTube. I was like, no, I'm just mom. She was like, no, no, you're lovely tea. You know, so it's like I'm always at, like, just different games, you know what I'm saying, with the kids. So, yeah, man, thank you guys. I like, just thank you guys for just allowing me to come on and just talk and vent and so many comments. I'm going to definitely play this back and read the comments and just read what you because I, I like doing the playbacks on my own. I'll let it play and I'll just go through and read people's comments and stuff. So there's just a lot of good, positive stuff here. 
So thank you guys for that. Like, we appreciate it. Um, all right, you guys. I, I said I was going to leave like 20 minutes ago. So I've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. So now I'm going to definitely, definitely leave. So let me go ahead to get up out of here. But thank you guys once again for joining me tonight and just, you know, coming and having a place to chat and talk about, you know, your feelings and, you know, everything with this whole situation with Kobe and um, Gianna and the other people that were lost as well. Um, I'll be sure to make some updated videos as more information comes out. You know, I will update you guys. And you guys know YouTube does not monetize anything with death. So nobody's trying to eat off of Kobe over here. Just like every video I made about Nipsey, none of them were monetized. So I will keep you guys up to date. If you're on my Instagram page, I'll be posting any updated information, any any false information. I will also be posting that as well. So, you know, we can't mix misinformation with facts because that's dangerous. Just like how everybody was saying that Rick Fox died. That, that man is an older man now. You know, who wants to be tied to a death rumor? You know, that could cause him to, you know, to get scared and something could happen to Rick Fox, you know? So... Let's not spread rumors. Let's not spread rumors. And stop with the whole LeBron James sacrifice to him. Please stop, y'all. Y'all know I'm Team James. Y'all know I love you know I love the Jameses. I follow the whole damn family. There's literally like one of the few families that I follow. I follow the wife, follow the kids. Let's stop with the LeBron with the LeBron James did something to Kobe rumor, y'all. Like that's like hurting my heart. It really is. So okay, you guys. Have a good night. I'll talk to you guys later. Be safe. Call your loved ones, check on people, appreciate the life that you have. You know what I'm saying? You're never guaranteed to see tomorrow. So if I can leave you with those words, those are the words I'm going to leave you guys with. Say so everybody just, you know, just stay prayed up and, you know, stay vigilant. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.